0: Today is Wednesday, 25 February. Vav Adar Tafshin Ein Hey. The listeners, um, today actually is a special day. Because today, um, our radio show of Harayet Anolad actually celebrates four years. Today is the birthday of of the Harayat Anulad radio show four years, four whole years to Harayat Anulad, and this is a really special day. And you know, when I was a little kid, when I was 10 years old, uh, my parents uh, wanted to surprise me uh, by making me a, a birthday party, and I was so surprised that I can remember it until today, I just remember uh, the surprise that I didn't expect for everything. And suddenly they collected all my friends and they really surprised me It's uh, my home. And, um, you know, each one of us actually remembers uh, surprises that we have in our life, especially if we were in shock. And that's what happened to me. So today I would like to speak about... Um, um, struggling in a tense situation, situation of stress, situation of uh, surprise, how we can struggling with that and how we can keep controlling our behavior, our life, despite the fact that we are surprised or we are under uh, tense or uh, stress. It's not a simple thing. And Bezat uh, Hashem, if we know how to struggling with that, we have the chance also um, to teach our children how to manage their life um, in the calm way and how they're dealing with, their, with themselves. So Bezat Hashem, our home will be more calm and more stable even if we're going through something. Um well first of all let me to remind remind you the listeners the ways that you can contact us um you can send us a text message a phone number for text three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight that's three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight for your text messages and I warmly recommend you to start and send your questions right now. Don't wait to the end of this radio show. Um, also, if you want to call in, a phone number seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. 718-683-5858. That's 718-683-5858. Um, before we start, I would like to dedicate this radio show for Refua Shlemaa um, for uh, Mrs. Chaya Raya Bat Ya'el, and for Eliav Biton Ben Shulamit, and for Fortuna Mazal Bat Salma, Hashem gave give, him, give them refua shlema um, bichlal shar cholei Am Yisrael. Amen, v'amen. Well. How we can struggling in this stress? Each one of us, the adult, around 30 years old, maybe 40 years old and up, in some place in our heart, we feel loneliness. We feel alone. Sometimes I feel that the life so threatening me. I have no power to struggling with that. And sometimes I think, oh, I wish I just disappeared. Um, actually, when we're trying to define this bad feeling that most of people have, bad feeling they going with bad feeling, they waking up in the morning in a bad feeling, they get, they lay down at night, they didn't sleep from a feeling of. Bitter feeling, why? Why our companion is the bitter feeling? Well, sometimes I feel that I want to make a change in my life. I really want to improve my life. But I don't know where to start, where to begin. How can I make a change in my life? And it's bothering us day by day, day by day, and the years doesn't wait for us. They're just passing. And we're losing, we're running out of time, and we don't know what to do and how to do, and we're stopping at the same place for years. And the basic question is, why? Well... I would like to start explaining it from our sources, from the Torah, from Chazal. And then, Bezrat Hashem, I will add some psychologist diagnosis that may help us to understand it. And in the second part of this radio show, Bezrat Hashem, we shall introduce the solution, how we can solve out this bad situation. Well, dear listeners, the source of all the powers of the world is Elohim. is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Gash. Hashem, He is the source of the entire world. Any object that you see existing in this world, it's actually expression of hashem's will even a little stone on the sidewalk outside the very fact that this stone is existing it's because of hashem's will because hashem wants it to be exist the source of a happiness in our life, it's to feel connection with the master of the world. I mean, we're all doing very good deeds in our days, in our life. We try. We even try harder. We want to be better. We want to be good personality. We want to be positive persons, of course. Each one of us makes some of his tadlus to be better, to be good. But always there is a silent feeling sneaky to our heart and a little voice always whispers, You are not good. You are not good. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You don't do the right things. And why? Why we feel so bad with our life? Why we feel so bad when actually why we're trying to be good? Why it doesn't work? Well, if we want to define um, this bad feeling, it's called remorse. Remorse is actually bad feeling that I don't know why it comes to me. And despite the fact that I'm trying to be better, to make some good things, to be kind to to my society. But some little voice whispers, you're not good. You're not good. You're going on the wrong way. The feeling of confusion actually feel us and we don't know why. You want to manage your home. You want to educate your children. You have... So many good things to inherit in your child but for some reason it doesn't work. Because of some reasons we just want to do it, but we say, Okay, I'm gonna make it late t- later tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow and the day the days passing and we're losing them. We don't use our time as well. Why? As I told you, the Lashona Kodesh, the Hebrew language, it's very different from all the our the others languages in the world. Why? Because the holy language, the Lashona Kodesh, actually teaches us The contain of the world, of the words, inside the letters of the words. I mean. The Lashon HaKodesh says, if someone is being happy, we call him Meushar. You know what is it Meushar in Hebrew? It's someone that he is always happy. But Meushar, coming from the word, Ishul. Ishur in Hebrew it's permission. If you're kind of a person that you making a lot of actions all over your day, but each one of your actions has a permission from Hashem, then you become Meushar then you become happy. Mevushar, it's like permitted. It's okay. You have a signature of the master of the world for your deeds that it's all okay. When you have the permission signature, then you feel happy. You feel that you're covered. You're doing everything as well. So the source... The center of the happiness. The real nerve of happiness is the feeling, I'm doing exactly what Hashem Hashem wants from me. I'm covered. Nobody can complain on me. I'm okay. I'm okay. I have a permission from Hashem. I have his agree that I'm doing well. That's it. And as long as we are not sure about our deeds, as long as we're feeling that maybe we had to do something else, maybe we're wrong, as long as it's so, we will never be happy. We will never be me'ushar, because we have no issue we have no the signature of Hashem that what we do what we did it's okay now what is the opposite of being happy the opposite is to being depressed what is the source of the depression you know what it is this is the distance from us and Hashem. As, as long as we are going far and far from Hashem, then we become feeling depressed and depressed more and more. As more as the, 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 the uh, dista- distance getting wider and wider Longer and longer, we are getting more in depression and more depression. Because when you make a distance from the source of the life, that it's Hashem, we say in Hebrew "mekor ha'chaim." When you're getting far from it, you're getting sad. Each one of us knows from his own experience that when we made a sin. Before we made it, we had so huge desire to do that. But a single moment after we did it, we feel so bitter, so bad, so negative feeling. You know why? Because by making sin, we make the distance from Hashem more and more longer. So, actually, the source of our depression is the feeling of confusion. Something is wrong. I want to make things different. I want to manage my life. I want to manage my children's life. Why can't I? Why? Why it doesn't work? We feel so helpless. We feel lack of control of the situation. And we all searching for someone to cut off this way of our love and make a total different change. But we feel so loneliness. We feel so alone. Nobody can help me. I have no chance. I can't make any change in my life, that's the way I'm going to spend the rest of my life. Today, dear listeners, I want you, together with me, to learn how to make a stop and to make a real change in our life, in our children's life, and the entire atmosphere of our home. I would like to tell you a real story from one of the Avrochim in the north of Israel like 20 years ago. There was one of the Avrochim that he tried to take his life. He tried to take his life. And why? Because he had many, many financial obligations and he had no any money to pay that back and people sue him and he felt so confused he didn't know what to do then he go to conclusion that he have to take his life and he tried to do that by swelling some spills in the last moment in the hospital they succeeded to save his life then he goes to a treatment to my rabbi. And my rabbi was sitting with him. And he asked him, tell me, why you tried to suicide? Why you feel so bad? You have three angel kids. You have a wife, a wonderful wife. You have a family. Why you tried to take your life? Because of some financial obligations, that's it? This is the end of the world? And he said, yes, I can stay on it. So my rabbi took a paper and a pen. And with the avrech, they start to make a list of his financial obligations. How how much money you owe people? And then they made a list. And he told me, he told him, I want you to try to remember every single cent, any penny that you owe to someone somewhere. When they finished this list, they saw that they are talking about thirty thousand dollars. That's it. Thirty thousand dollars. And then he told him, you know, the entire obligation of you is just $30,000. And suddenly, the eyes of the avrekh was lightning and he said, that's it? That's all? If you can arrange me a loan of $30,000, believe me, I can pay it in five years. And they arranged to him a loan. And he paid all his duties. And that's it. He was happy. And he completed to pay that back in less than five years. Why he was, why he wanted to take his life. You know why? Because when things are not arranged, Things getting bigger in our imagination. Things making threatening us when it's not a range. When you put it on a list, when you start to define your problems, you start to define your issues, you might see that you have the powers to struggling with it. He was on drugs, he He tried to to take his life. Do you understand that? And suddenly when he saw the old picture laying on a paper, suddenly he understood what stupid I've been. How did I think to take my life? Because of $30,000, that's it? I can pay it. I can struggle with that. This is not so big deal for me. But you know why? Because his confusion. Because when he went to the grocery, he couldn't look at the, the salesman's face. Why? I owe him $1,000. When he went to shul, he couldn't pray because he saw some of the guys that he owed them some, some dollars. When he went to the bank... He couldn't speak with a teller because he owes them a few bucks. And so on. Each step he made, he saw someone that he owed him something. That's why he felt, I can't stand it. I can't suffer it anymore. I just want to take my life. But when you make it in order and you pay it in once, then you may see that you have the powers to pay it back and to keep smiling. Our great enemy called confusion. Our cruel enemy called confusion. When you're confused, you have no chance to make improvement. If we want to make a change, first of all, we have to getting out of the confusion. We have to getting out of the frustration. We have to think cool. That's the way we can make an improvement in our life. When you wake up in the morning, and you have five kids to wake them up, to arrange them, to give them a clothes, and to send them to the school bus. And you woke up 15 minutes late. How is your feeling? Confusion, right? How is the way you wake them up? Confusion, right? What a sandwich you have to send with them. Confusion, huh? Because we're not arranged. When they finally out of the house, now you have a few hours to arrange the house, to cook some lunch, and then you almost didn't rest from the morning And you have to welcome them afternoon. And the day goes so fast. What is your feeling? Confusion. You're frustrated. During the time when the situation is so... You start to feel desperate. You start to feel that... The life is endless race. I have no power for that. I'm, tri- I'm tired for that. And during the time, you become exhausted. And when you're exhausted, you have no hashik to make improvement. You just try to survive the day. Most of people just fighting to survive. Believe me. This is not the way Hashem wants us to live. This is not the way Hashem wants us to manage our life. He didn't create us for suffering. Many years ago, there was an old man standing nearby the chazanish to make tefillat arvit. And after the tefillah, there were some kids running one after the other and they playing in the, in the shul. And then the old man stood nearby the chazanish and smiling and he said, oh, Look at these kids. They didn't, they didn't get yet. What is the real world that we are living? Look how they happy. And then he said, the Chazanish was staring at me with a serious face and he told me, this is no nonsense. Those kids are happy because Hashem created a happy creation. That's the natural way how Hashem created us. When they're getting older, they just spoil their way. Spoil their way. They get a distance from Hashem. And that's why they become sad. And because of Hashem. That's what the Pasuk says. Yivelet Adam Tesalef Darko. Al Hashem izaf libo. Because of our stupid deeds, we actually buckle our way and we're getting in conflict. And when it's so complicated to us, and then Al Hashem is Aflibo, these people actually angry with Hashem why you did it to me. Hashem created happy creation, and we have to remember that. When you see a little three years old, when you see your own child, and you see how he's happy, his diaper full with a bad smell, his nose actually dirty, he didn't eat something, and he keeps smiling. He's laughing for every single motion that you Make in front of him. He's laughing. Why are you so happy? Look at your diaper. You're stinky. Why are you so happy? You know why they're happy? Because they feel the real experience of the life itself. I'm alive. I'm happy. That's why. Because Hashem... Created a happy world. That's the natural way Hashem created us. All of us. No exceptions. So why? Why we feel so bad? You know why? Because we have a distance from Hashem. Instead of getting closing to Hashem... We're getting more far and more far from Hashem, and then the depression taking control all over our life, and then we angry of Hashem. Why? 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 Our stupid deeds, our stupid sins, make us in depression. And then we're angry with Hashem. We're angry with Him. That's not the way. So how we can make a change? How we can make it different? I don't want my life keep going like that. I'm already 30 years old, 40 years old. I don't see my life going, going as well as the way that I expected to see them. What can I do? That's what we, Be'ezat Hashem, are going to learn in this shiur. Not before we remind you that you can keep and send us your text messages via 347-972-8398. That's 347-927-8398. If you want to call LUCAM we'll at 718-683-5858, that's 718-683-5858. You can also listen to us on our website, www.abraham-barzilai.com, slash ENG for our English website. Now, we're going to a small musical break. Right after that, Be'ezrat Hashem, we shall explain how we can make the change that we so wish to make in our life and into our children's life. Stay with us. (laughs)
1: The enelica, the palate, the chato, and the the Cortam e já The police we baller the echo. at
0: the confusion the um, expectation that we had in the beginning of our life when we got married we had a lot of dreams we wanted to see our home managing in calm and relaxed but things getting messed somewhere in the middle of the way how we can change it how we can make a break and make a U-turn, and now I want to improve my life. I want to improve the atmosphere of my home. Rabbi Dessler, writing in his book, Mihtav Meleyao, in part, in volume A, and he explained that sometimes People going through suffering. And if someone sees that he got suffering from heaven, why Hashem gave him this suffering? We all know that Hashem is not just punished a person because of his sins. If he punished, it's not like a... a, a general punishment, like people used to make. No. It's just a lesson. Hashem wants you to learn something. That's why if someone has a head hack, you have to think about his thoughts. Maybe something in my thoughts is bad, because it's midak and me midak. If someone feels pain in his his hand, he's supposed to think, what negative deeds I did with my right hand or left hand? This is called Midah Kenaget Midah. Hashem wants us to take the lesson from the punishment and give us a sign how we can fix it up how we can repair our behavior and that's the suffering and then the suffering just will disappear but Rabbi Deathler explained very interesting thing he said when someone is under suffering he cannot think in sense because is under confusion. Do you remember the confusion that we just spoke before the musical break? When you are under confusion you cannot think clearly. So Rabbi Desar asked what is the benefit of the Yisurin when Hashem gives us Yisreen suffering what does he gain from it? Because when I'm going through something, I'm distracted from thinking about what Hashem wants to tell me. What is the way I can fix, I can repair my behavior? I'm distracted now by my suffering. I can't make any sense. It's just like. Paro in Mitzrayim in Egypt, when Hashem gave him his serene, Hashem gave him suffering, ten hits, ten makot. So, why Hashem expected from Paro to make Hazarabi He's under suffering and cannot think clearly. Then Rabbi Destorah answers and he says, That's right. When you are under Yisurim, when you are under suffering, you can't make any change. That's right. But the point is, when the suffering is over, now, did you learn the message? Did you learn the lesson? Or not? The real point is, when the suffering disappeared, now, are you going to fix up your behavior? Or are you going to think, okay, it's past, Baruch Hashem, now I can go on just as usual. This was the mistake of Paro. Because Hashem gave to Paro in Egypt a break of a week from Makkah to Makkah, from heat to hit. He had a lot of time to learn the lesson and change his behavior, but he chose to not do that. That's why he, he make his heart harder and harder and not soft. He didn't want to make a change. But we are not Paro, we are the Jewish people. And Jewish people have to know that when you're going through a suffering, you really can't make any change, that's right. So we have to looking for a break to make a cheshbon hanefesh, to think about our deeds and then to make the change. When you come, when you relax, this is the only time you can make good decision. This is the only time you are not in distraction. And you can stay concentrate to think about your life, to think about your deeds, and to looking for some methods, how can I change my life in a healthy way? But I know that many, many listeners right now think themselves, wait a minute, do you know how many years I'm inspiring for a little break from my suffering and it doesn't happen? Do you know how is the rush of the day in my house? Do you know how my kids behave? Do you know what am I going through? Oh, believe me, if I had a few weeks of rest, of a break, believe me, I could be concentrated, concentrate to think about the change and maybe even to implement it. I wish for a break, but it never comes. I know. I know that feeling. Believe me, I know that. If you're going to wait for a break, probably it wouldn't come, never. We have to learn how to make the break and then we can be concentrate in our situation to learn what can I do to improve my life, to make a change. Instead of letting my life control my day, I want to take in control of my life. I want to be the leader of my life. I want to pick up the destination of my life. I want to be the leader. I just want to be in charge. Well, dear listeners, I would like us to learn together, together a new educational term I call it anticipation. Anticipation means to be prepared for a situation before it comes. To be prepared for something before it comes. And we have to learn how to do that. How we can implement and practice the term of Anticipation. Well, dear listeners, as we said, even the psychologists know that when someone is under suffering, when you are in the middle of confusion, you cannot make any decision. You are distracted by the suffering. We have to take a break. Then we can make sense we can make an order in things, then we have a chance to make a change. How we can take the break. Well, the second term I would like to learn with you is imagination. The power of the imagination. We all know that the only one and only place of total privacy of each one of us it's actually his thoughts i mean his thoughts this is the only private area that each one of us actually has when we were going outside the street People looking at us, people sees us, maybe they think about us something, maybe negative things, maybe positive things, we don't know. When we are in, ho- in home, we're actually exposed by our husband, our wife, our kids, they sees us, they're looking at us. They know things about us. They know what we're eating, what we're wearing, what we what we, speaking. Actually, most of our life we are in a show. We are on a stage. The only private area that Hashem granted us is our imagination I can sit, I can sit in front of the entire world and they all staring at me and I looked into their face and no one of them able to know what am I thinking about in this moment this is total privacy of a person. Do you know what a huge power we have in our imagination? For example, in the Torah, write, Mipnei seva takum vehadarta penei zakem It means when you're sitting in a bus and an old woman getting in, you have a mitzvah, you have a commandment. you committed to stand up and clear the spot for her that she can sit on it. you obligated by the Torah to do that. And then Hashem says in the Torah, Ve'yaretah me'elokecha. It means, I want you to, to have a fear of heaven. I want you to have a fear of me, of Hashem. And I want you to follow the certain order of the Hadarta Tapnei Why Hashem had to say I want you to have a fear for me. <laughs> the old mitzvot, we have to be in fear of heaven. Doesn't it? So why Hashem managed it specific in this mitzvah. You know why? Rashi explained. On this Rashi says, because when you're sitting in a bus, he doesn't talk about a bus. I just compare it. When you're sitting in a bus, you might pretend that you are slipping. Do you know those guys? How they lay their head on the window, close their eyes, and I don't see anything. What do you want? I'm just slipping right now. So even if people staring at me, what do you want from me? I didn't see the old woman getting inside the bus. That's why Hashem says, Remember that I am the only one who knows your thoughts, who knows your imaginations. You, pre- you may pretend in front of the entire world, but not in front of me. I am the only one who knows your thoughts. So be careful. The only rope that actually handles the connection between us and Hashem is by our thoughts. Nobody in the world can be involved in this connection. The connection of the thoughts. And the symbol of the thoughts is called imagination. Imagination is actually, in other words, it's thoughts. Do you remember what we said about the connection between us and Hashem? As much as we're getting closer and closer uh, closer to Hashem, we become happy, more happy and more happy. Now, when we have a few minutes of silence, we have to make some practice. Right now, dear listener, right now. You're listening to our radio a right? Your local time in New York is 11.05 right now. That's right. Now, your home probably empty. Nobody is in. Your kids in the school, in the kindergarten. Your husband at work. Now, try to follow my practice. Sit on the couch. Leave the dishes right now. Leave the laundry right now. Leave the old jobs. Of your home right now. And sit down in a comfortable chair. And close your eyes. Let's make this practice live, Okay? Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And try to imagine a worse situation. That you used to be in in your home, with your kids. Try to imagine the bedtime that in most of houses it's actually a bad time, I know the bedtime is really bad time. If the morning time is the hardest situation in your home, try to imagine the morning. This morning, a few hours ago. Now, try to feeling the tense. Try to feeling the stress. I know some people might be scaring even to imagine it. But you're just running away from the problem. You're not solving it out. We want to solve it. now, Look at yourself in your imagination. Just try to imagine that you are a separate personality and you look at yourself at morning just like a watcher from a side. Look at yourself. Look at your kids. Try to imagine the situation and you are just a strange who take a look from outside. See your confusion. See your bitter feeling. See how you so frustrated, so scary. You yourself feels like a little one who wants his mother nearby him. And you didn't even understand that you got married. And suddenly you are a mother and you have to treat few kids. And you yourself feel like a little girl. You want your parents in your sight right now. You really feel a poor. Now, try to imagine yourself manage the situation in calm. Try to imagine your certain boy. That he's screaming and yelling, I don't want this shirt, it's boring. I don't want this pants. I don't want to eat the cereal with milk. I had enough of it. And you have 10 minutes left to school bus and he didn't wear his socks yet. And you feel so nervous. Try to imagine yourself staying calm. Manage the situation. Doing all what you have to do, but in calm. Just like you have to treat in your neighbor's children, not your own. Just try. In the imagination, it's more easier, right? Maybe in the beginning... Maybe in the beginning it might be sound weird, I know. But believe me, keep imagine that. And try to practice the imagination at the positive way. But the worst situation, the stress actually existing at the same way. The reality doesn't change in your mind, in your imagination. The only thing which changed is your response. The way you're trying to manage to handle the situation. Just try to imagine yourself doing everything that you have to do, but with calm, without personal emotions, just like technical issues. Not emotional issues. This might be sounds weird, but we call it anticipation. As much as you can practice this imagination, as much as you can practice this thinking, In the few breaks that you have in your day, I know the laundry laundry is really important. I know to washing dishes is really important. I know to make lunch is really important. But think about your entire life. Look at the macro, not at the micro. When you're getting sleep, and your house suddenly... In silence. Try to lay down on your bed. Put your head on your pillow. Close your eyes. And try to imagine the past day. Keep the same situation in your in your mind. The only thing you have to change in your mind is your management. How you're managing yourself without emotional feelings, just with technical jobs that you have to do, without anger, without pressure. When you practice it, time after time, again and again and again, suddenly you will see when the situation is arrived, you prepared. You did the anticipation principle. When you prepared, you have more power to handle. Suddenly, you will see when the sh- when the situation is comes. When a bad situation arriving, suddenly you see you have more powers. You stay more calm. It's not going to happen in one Turkey. I know. It's a process. But believe me, it's a possible process. This is almost the only way can make a basic, real change, suddenly you see that you made a U-turn in your life, and then suddenly you're discovering new horizons, new landscapes of your life, it's not a simple thing. try to think about it how much you're going to gain what a great benefit you will have from it it is doesn't worth the effort the experience says definitely yes instead of continue 20 more years at the same way you waste your 20 last years you can do something you can really make a change a phone number for your texting 347 927 8398 that's 347-927-8398 347 for text. You're listening, of course, to Hare Tanolad with me, Abraham Barzilai. If you want to call in a phone number, 718 683 that's 718 718- 683, 58, 58. Now, we are going to a small musical break, and we'll be right back with you with your messages. And Be'ezat Hashem, I hope we have a time to add a little part uh, to complete the old picture of and struggling in a worse situation at all. Go ahead. you, dear listeners, and of course with your questions, um, I remind you that you can keep and send us your texting, 347-927-8398. Before I approach into your text messages, I would like to remind that in our school here in Israel, uh, we're going to open a new course um, for parenting, and uh, in our branch in Jerusalem and in Bnei Brak. So if you would like, um, you have some, uh, really, TV's here in Israel, family, friends, that you want to uh, tell them to join us, they can call me to my private private phone to leave a message. My phone no texting just phone calls. My phone number is 917 809 4944. My personal American phone number is 917 809 4944. Also, if there are some of our dear listeners who want to make Shabbaton Shabbaton, it's a weekend of four days full with a series of lectures. Very interesting for... Very interesting. It's a great, great Zikui Harabim. So if you want to arrange it or if you want to donate it to other community, my organization can make a, a Shabbaton uh, to a great uh, communities. And if you want to dedicate it, you want to donate Shabbaton uh, for uh, and you want us to arrange the community and the, the rest of the things, you can call me in private. My phone number is nine one seven eight zero nine four nine four four. You know this is a great zechut for someone who wants to donate a whole full Shabbaton. You can call me in private right after this radio show. My phone number, 917 809 Now, dear listeners, let's go and take one of your texts. Hello, Rabbi. as a wife and mother, I feel tremendous simcha and gratitude to Hashem but my husband is more negative and brings a bad feeling into the home. How should I deal with this? Thank you. Thank you too for your question. First of all, I would like to develop a little bit your self-awareness. Baruch Hashem. You are a type of a simcha. You are a type of a gratitude to Hashem. And you're a type of happy. You know that sometimes it's not because of your efforts. I mean, it's dependent in your education. When you was a little child, your parents... Maybe your educators just try to give you that perspective. I guess so. i convinced so. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you made it by your your own hands. There are some people, they did it in their own hands. But I know that usually it's actually... um, a matter of chinuch. It's because of the chinuch in your childhood. These uh, actually were the images that influenced your life. Um, so first of all, don't blame your husband at the fact that he is negative personality, okay? And when I say don't blame even if you don't say it in a word. You don't say it in words word, but you feel like that. So please, first of all, I want you to remember this is not his fault. Now, what I recommend you is two basic things. One of them, it's not cost anything. But the second... Coast a few. The first suggestion for, for you is try to find uh, Sefer Musar, a book of um, Musar, and kind of a book that actually is going in that method, that he tried to demonstrate the, the, the positive of Hashem the positive he manages world, the Rachamim of Hashem, the Ma'or Panim of Hashem, try to find a book that maybe you can learn together. Maybe you can see together, and you can learn together. If you have a clear picture, if you have a clear perspective of a mercy of Hashem, The happiness in Hashem. If you, if it's clear by you, start to speak on it many, many times a day. Of course, if you see that your words is acceptable, because sometimes some of women become to be rabbisans, rabaniot, and a lecturer, and a lecturer in a house. It's very. Danger, believe me, I have my own experience of that, okay? It's very, very (laughs) dangerous. I mean, to be a lecturer is good for a public, not in your home, not in your relationship in front of your children, because if you start lecturing that to them, oh, no, (laughs) they're going to throw you out. That won't they don't want you. They have enough classes in school. They don't need you too. Especially an adult man like your husband. But if you see the conversations going smoothly, and it's going well, it's going good, he's open to hear, then speak with him. When we speak about something many times all over the day, even if we want... And even if we want, things getting internalized inside our personality. And it works, and it impacts our life. That's why Chazal says, Baruch Hata Hashem Asher Kiddeshanu be La'asok Bedivrei Torah. Esek, it's business. Like, the Torah learning has to be like a business. Do you ever see a businessman in Manhattan? He doesn't have a little moment to do, you know, to to eat something, to get a snack. You know why? Because he's always speaking and dealing with his business. He wants to make money. All his mind, all his heart actually put inside the business the same way we have to hold the Torah. So in your home, I recommend you, if you see that he opened to listening to you, so speak with him about the Rachamim, and sit together to learn something, and it's for free, it doesn't cost anything. But in the other hand, if you're not able to do that, or even if you're able, I have one more thing to add you can find a real Talmud Chacham. That he has some lectures. To, someone that he actually, uh, 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 his life is actually this method. The method of positive attitude in Avodat Hashem. And then by his cities Go with your husband to his lectures. Try to embrace this rabbi to be your leader because sometimes your husband actually has a barrier to accept from you so he's going to accept it by the back door by someone else. I hope um, I hope it will help you. And thank you for your question. A phone number for you, dear listeners, for text is three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. That's three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. One more question of you. What can we do if we have an ongoing difficulty? That we feel the whole time like a special needs child who shuts fights, takes stuff from others from others, and makes other children upset. How can we make changes remain happy? Well, just like as I said, try to activate your imagination to practice. The practice that I gave you, do it again and again and again every single chance that you have. Just close your eyes and try to imagine the situation that he took something from someone and he's upset and his brother is upset and they're hitting on each other. And you stay calm and manage the situation. If you actually meant to ask how to manage the situation, uh, so I will tell you in a few words, but first of all, I have to say, you can go on, go on my website, abraham-acrossbarzilai.com, click on the U.S. flag, and then you get to the English website. Under the title of Radio Show, you find the recorded my radio shows, and you have to listening to radio shows which dealing with uh, discipline. Discipline and consequences. You have to learn my famous term that we call it uh, consequences. Uh, I believe that most of our listeners already know when I say consequences, I, I just Noticed by your questions that many many of our listeners um, already internalized the term of consequences. Uh, the solution for your patient um, is a consequences. Now, what consequences means in a few words, and I emphasize, it's just in a few words. Uh, well, we're talking about. Um, to make a conditioning it's called conditioning low I mean, each time that I touch the fire that I touch the flame I feel it's hot I feel pain so I don't fight with the fire, I just learned that's it this is the nature of the flame when you touch it you feel pain so very, very quick I learned that I don't want to mess with this fire. I know I'm going to lose. The fire will not hit me, will not hate me, will not say a word. The fire just stay just like a fire. And the fire, it's burning. It hurts. Okay? The same thing. You can explain him. Look, my dear child, you didn't mention, by the way, how old he is. Well, I guess that you're talking about seven, eight, ten, uh, six years old. Uh, the consequences term actually is the most benefit is to use it uh, since you're a child born up to seven years old. Not over that. So tell him each time that you hit your brother, each time that you take stuff from your brother, you have to be in your room for two minutes. And it's not a punishment. You have to remember, it's not a punishment. You can go with him and sit with him and maybe read him a story. It's okay. (laughs) I'm just joking. Not reading a story, okay? He has to feel some uncomfortable experience. Okay? Now, when you take him to his room, you separate him, you tell him the explanation. In a few short words, tell him here in this room there is no brothers you don't have anyone to bother okay so stay here for two minutes and then you're allowed to go out to join your brothers and each time that he did something like this that he misbehaved with his brothers take him to the room for two minutes not like a punishment just like an a natural result, I think that in the last uh, class that I gave that I gave here in the radio, I think that I uh, explained it uh, very uh, wide. So just go on my website and look for this radio show, and I hope um, and I hope you get a benefit. But remember what I just say to you: it's not a full. Answer. Don't do it before you learn it. Very basic. What is the matter of consequences? Uh, one more question, dear Rebbe. Can an extremely unorganized person become organized and focused at age of thirty-two? Somehow, after trying so many times and failing. I'm a little discouraged and it's affecting the family. Any suggestion? Of course any suggestion. Many suggestions. First of all, no question. Thirty two this is best age to make a change and I'm not saying it to encourage you, believe me. I'm not a manipulative, okay? You have to know that you are in your strength. You are still young. Of course, you can do the best change in your life. The only things you need is just a little bit of guidance. And believe me, you don't need a special advisor for that, okay? Each one of us deeply inside his heart knows everything he has to do to make an improvement in his life, okay? So, for your first question, of course you can do something. What you can do, you have to take, you know, a private consultation for that. I'm giving, I'm giving a free consultation every night between 10 p.m. through 12 midnight. Uh, by my time, Israel time, of course, you can call me. My private, my private phone number is 917 809 Four nine four four, And in spite of I really want to give you the answer, but it's so general uh, and so individual question that I have no chance um, to give you an answer uh, through the radio. Okay, it's it's obvious. Um, Dear listeners, a phone number for your text, and you can keep and send us. 347-927-8398 I repeat, 347-927-8398 Before we're going to another musical break, I just want to um, say a few words about the last question. If you feel shy to call me or something like this, I don't know what, I just uh, can recommend you to open uh, the Rabbi Dester's book. Uh, all his series of books, especially in Volume A, you can find many, many advices for your situation and how to make the change. Just open the chapters with dealing with Teshuvah, because the principle of Teshuvah, in another word, in other words, is actually making change in our regular situations and life. So, if you wouldn't call me, just open this book and open one more book. It's called Madregat Ha'adam. I don't know if it's already translated to English. Madregat Ha'adam of Rabbi Yosef Horvitz. Rabbi Yosef Horvitz, the Saba of Slavotka, The Saba Mislavotka, has a great, great book which called Madregat Ha'adam. I hope you can read in Hebrew. Um, that's anyway. way. Uh, just take it into account. Now we are going to a small musical break. The listeners, you can keep and send us your text messages. Our phone number 347-927-8398. If you want to call in, 718-683-5858. Stay with us.
2: Olinu, olinu li shabeiach la hadoin, la hadoin akol. Olinu, olinu li shabeiach O no li ladoin, la doin la Ole no, Ole no li Ladoin, la doin la Losses que do lo yoitzer O se iskidulol yoyter
3: bereishis Ki Hashem huelu ike Pashomai mi Ein oin,
1: ein oin. le shaveyach l'ador, l'ador inakol. Olainu, olainu le
2: Que teu
3: ron no oi teve a ished. Não
0: Yes, dear listeners, we are back with you and with your question. Hi, thank you for your show. Thank you too. Empowering. Thank you. Your words also empowering. I'm confused. I've been using these techniques a lot, a lot of years, and still I'm, expre- I'm experiencing struggles. I will take for example with my daughter. She made an independent decision to move out, disconnected. Now I wonder how I, with all my anticipation and calmness, I'm not getting through to her. What else can I try? I'm so confused, I'm not sure how to place the question or how to handle this struggle. Well... Very uh, honest question, I have to say. Um, I would like to not give an attention to this specific issue that you raised with your daughter because I less, um, I missing many many details, necessary details uh, to answer. But as you said, you just took it just an example. I just try. To imagine, to imagine your entire life. And I see a life of someone that suffering. And why? Well, look, you say that you used this technique for years and it didn't help you. On the other hand, we know about many, many, many people that it was helpful for them. So it's leading me to conclusion that maybe you did it, but maybe one little detail has mass. Or maybe you made it, but not at the right way. So I don't know you personally, um, but I just want to uh, tell you that maybe if you give me a phone call, I will try to guide you how to do that. Now, uh, if your daughter actually just moved out of the house or something like this, or you have no connection with her, you have to add, besides the technique of uh, imagination, the anticipation, you have to make some technical deeds to bring her back. And when I say technical uh, deeds, I'm not, I, I'm not talking about coercing your hair to be in touch with you, okay? I'm talking about some technical technic uh, things that you can do that maybe someone, or maybe even me, can offer to you to do how to bring her back to you. But it's not for a radio show with all the real will that I have to help people on this radio show and that's the reason we have this radio show for four years already and Bezat Hashem it will be for many many years more but it will not be a a responsibility of me uh, to give you uh, some answer without knowing you without knowing some necessary details about the question but I just tell you, maybe you did this technically, um, not at the health way, not at the right way, and maybe that's why it uh, didn't give you anything, and maybe uh, something is missing here, and we have to check what is missing. So I am really apologize that I cannot give you an answer for this question. I'm sorry for that. Now, the listeners, um, before we end this radio show, um, I would like to add a few words about what we spoke in this lecture. We opened this radio show that the source of our sadness is the feeling of confusion, the feeling of I don't do the things as well, the feeling of of uh, of some little voice that actually always whispers in our ears, "You're not good." What we call remorse. We have to remember that remorse comes actually just because that I'm not convinced that my deeds all over the day has a permission from Hashem the feeling that I am okay it actually fills us with a great feeling it fills us that we're good I'm okay I'm happy we say that in Hebrew meushar it means someone that he has a signature of okay about every single did that He did. And as much as we have more things, more actions over the day that we didn't do it with the signature of okay from Hashem, we feel feel remorse. And the remorse wouldn't leave us. It's just worsened and worsened. The only way is to feel that I am covered. I mean, I have a cover to every single action that I took. And what Hashem asks from us, us, I give you a a summary of the entire basic Sifrei Musar of Chazal. And they teach us in a very clear words, and I'm begging you, please raise your children in this method, on these basic details, that the only thing that Hashem wants from us is to make one step forward. Please embrace this principle. Hashem doesn't want us Perfect. If he would, he could create us just like the angels. They are perfect. There has no any something like. You know why? That's why they called angels. But Hashem wants us, the small people on earth, that struggling with so many Nisyanot over the day. We are creatures that have many tears, and, and, and many frustrations, and many basic difficulties of parnasa, of beriyos, of refuah, of chinuch yeladim, of everything. Why Hashem created us so complicated? The animals around us, there's no any issues of chinuch yeladim, of refuah shleima, of parnasa. Why we, the king of the creation, Nezer HaBriah we called, why precisely us have so many difficulties? You know why? Because Hashem wants to tell us, Lo Alecha I don't want you be perfect in purpose. I don't want you to be perfect. I like your tries. I like your efforts. I like your sacrifice. I like to see you just make one step ahead. Make your part. That's it. This is not The the efforts that we're making, it's not a tool to achieve something. No. The effort itself is the goal. This is the target. That's it. That's what Hashem wants from us. Just make one step ahead. I know your things that you lack. I know everything Hashem says. I don't want you to be perfect. But one little step forward are you able to do? So do it. That's it. When you know that you did your little micromillimeter part, but you did it, you did one step forward, suddenly you feel happy because you have a signature of Hashem. Okay. On your personality. The awareness of the fact that I have the signature of okay from Hashem. Makes me happy. And that's the way you have to raise your child. Please, I'm begging you. Don't look for achievements. Don't look for remarks. Don't look for anything. Just one thing. My dear child. Are you trying to make your part, to make a little, almost invisible, little step forward? You did it. You have the okay signature from Hashem. This is all your job. And when you're thinking that way, when you're acting that way, you may conquer the world. Believe me. Dear listeners, one more of my radio shows is actually getting to its end. I would like to uh, thank uh, Iran Jacob for taking the responsibility of the technical um, side of this radio show. And I would like to thank the manager of this radio station, Mr. Nisim Lazari and his wife, and to the manager of um, this studio here in Israel, Rabbi Moshe Ben-Lulu, and to you, dear listeners, for sharing your questions, your difficulties with us. I think that it's enriched us, all of us. My phone number for private cons- free private consultation every night between... 10 p.m. for 12 midnight Israel time and every Wednesday uh, in 10 minutes right after this radio show my private phone number is 917-809-4944 Also, if you want to donate full weekend with series of lectures to any community we in our organization will arrange the Shabbaton and you uh, can uh, sponsor it and Be'ezat Hashem it will be for your merit your Zikui HaRabim thank you very much I really enjoyed to be with you and Be'ezat Hashem next week Um, it's Purim we didn't speak about Purim I'm sorry for that I plan to speak about the customers and everything, but this uh, actually this topic was more um, important, so I picked it up. Bezad HaShem. will be in touch
3: in the next radio show. Keep listening to j Ruth Radio. Bye-bye.